how thunderstorms can make your allergies worse. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. Two dams failed in Michigan last week after torrential rains caused the Titabawassee River to reach its highest level ever recorded, a foot above the previous record. The Edenville Dam collapsed, causing the Smallwood Lake Dam downstream to be overwhelmed, inundating Midland, a city of 40,000. The disaster put the spotlight on aging dams across the country and how climate change could lead to their failure if improved. Improvements aren't made. Weather Underground reports that both of the dams, built in 1925 and owned by Boyce Hydropower, were rated as being high hazards, meaning that the loss of human life was likely should the structures fail. Last November, the Associated Press released an analysis showing that nearly 1,700 dams in the U.S. were rated as high hazard and were in poor or unsatisfactory condition. In 2018, the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission revoked the license of the Edenville Dam, but didn't require the private owner to make improvements. The floodwaters threatened Dow Chemicals facility and Superfund sites downriver. The New York Times reports that the inundation could erase the progress that has been made cleaning up the river by stirring up contamination and spreading it downstream. Central Michigan has seen a dramatic rise in precipitation over the last century, which is consistent with predictions that human-produced climate change will increase rainfall in the mid-latitudes of the earth, including the upper Midwest. Trees offer many benefits in urban areas, such as improving air quality and keeping cities cooler. But tree canopies are declining, and one of the culprits is leaky natural gas pipelines. A study conducted by the Boston University School of Public Health found that in one Massachusetts community, dead or dying trees along sidewalks were 30 times more likely to have been exposed to methane in the soil than healthy trees. The researchers think that the gas had leaked from pipelines that are buried beneath adjacent roads because they found elevated concentrations of methane in the dirt between the trees and the street. Inside Climate News reports that methane, the primary component of natural gas, is about 80 times more potent in warming the atmosphere than carbon dioxide over a 20-year period, which makes plugging even small gas leaks important. Bumblebees rely heavily on pollen for essential nutrients as they build their summer colonies. But what do they do when there's a shortage of pollen? Researchers have discovered that they puncture leaves with their mouth parts, which has the effect of forcing plants to bloom on average 30 days earlier. One of the scientists involved in the study told Scientific American that they were observing bumblebees in an unrelated experiment and noticed the insects were damaging plant leaves. The researchers knew that stress could cause a plant to flower, so they wondered whether the bees might be creating the blooms. So they put pollen-deprived bumblebees in with mustard and tomato plants, and the bees soon cut holes in the leaves of each. The researchers tried to reproduce the same type of damage using forceps and a razor, but the plants punctured by bees flowered weeks earlier, which suggests that there might be important chemicals in the insect's saliva. The bees that puncture plants do not live long enough to benefit from their efforts. Future studies will likely look at how the bumblebee behavior evolved and whether other species do the same. Speaking of pollen, people with hay fever might look forward to rainstorms, thinking that the allergen will be washed out of the air, 
But that's not what happens. Researchers at the University of Iowa have determined that bits of pollen remain in the air after a storm for up to 11 hours. Pollen grains are tough, but can rupture when exposed to high humidity, like during a rainstorm. The storm's winds lift grains into the clouds until falling rain sends fragments back toward the ground. Those fragments are extremely small and don't settle on the surface, but can remain aloft and potentially get into people's lungs. The researchers found that there was a significant increase in pollen fragments after it rains heavily and recommend that people who have allergies stay indoors, especially after a thunderstorm. And finally, international borders are often designated by lines drawn on a map, or they can follow natural features like mountains, rivers, or lakes. But what happens when they're delineated by a glacier that's melting because of global warming? That's the situation that Refugio Guide del Cervino finds itself. The mountain restaurant was built high in the Italian Alps, but now might be in Switzerland. In 2009, Italy and Switzerland agreed to a moving border in recognition of melting glaciers. GPS units were installed along the glacier and watershed to track any shifts. The glacier has receded enough in the past 15 years that the restaurant may now be in Swiss territory. And as Glacier Hub reports, that could be a huge headache for its owner, Lucio Trucco, who would suddenly be subject to Swiss tax and potentially even duties for every box of pasta brought to the restaurant from Italy. And as the World Economic Forum writes, it could also mean that the restaurant would need to switch electrical outlets to meet Swiss codes. Truco disputes the new border, saying the building hasn't moved an inch and is still in Italy. Shifting borders may be an unanticipated consequence of climate change and a possible source of conflict or peace. India and Bangladesh disputed control over an uninhabited sandbar that might have had oil and gas reserves, but rising seas made the island and the problem disappear. However, shrinking glaciers that supply fresh water in the province of Kashmir, long a point of contention between Pakistan and India, could make a tense situation worse if they disagree about who owns them. That's it for this week in water. We'll see you next time.